Okay, I'll make this quick. This happened in my dad's old apartment. It was one of those old apartment houses that's connected to another one. It's made out of bricks and really old. They're not identical inside, the layout is different, and my dad's place cost more because it had more rooms, a bigger kitchen, and a living room. Anyways, I was visiting my dad and brother for a few days when this happened. That morning, my dad left to go to work, and it was me and my brother home. My brother stayed in his room drawing. I made a cup of tea to warm myself up. I put the cup in the microwave for two minutes and walked back to the living room. I put on my hoodie as I sat on the couch, and then I realized two minutes might crack the cup in the microwave. So I got back up from the couch, and at the same time I was slipping my hoodie over my head. When it came over my head, everything changed. The room transformed. I was now sitting on one of those old-looking armchairs. My legs were curled up under me on the chair, and I was sitting across the living room in the corner. The house was super clean, and my dad's house is cluttered with his speakers and boxes of tools because he's a carpenter. I just sat there trying to figure out what happened. It looked like my dad's apartment, but it was obviously somebody else's place now. I thought maybe I had fainted, and someone placed me here? But that didn't explain why the entire place looked like a 1960s home decorating magazine. I got up off the couch and touched myself and everything close to me to make sure that I wasn't dreaming. I was scared because I felt like I was trespassing in someone else's home. As I walked across the living room, I warily glanced out the window. It was all bright and sunny outside. Green grass, tall trees, blue sky, nothing out of the ordinary. I slowly walked to the kitchen, and there was a pot of soup simmering on the stove. I could see the steam coming out of it. The front door was open, the screen door was old-looking, but looked new for some reason. Toward the bathroom, the door was open, and I could see a shadow of a person moving around in there. I quickly turned around and ran straight to my brother's room. It was locked. I knocked on his door. I needed an explanation. I heard his voice answer, but it sounded like it was far away. And then his doorknob rattled a bit. I was about to open his door, and as my hand touched the doorknob, it began to shake so strangely. I quickly let go because it felt like it was going to break my wrist. Then... The entire door began to shake slash vibrate violently. My brother was yelling at me from the other side of the door. The door was shaking and pounding so loudly that it was almost deafening. It's hard to explain, but this freaked me out so bad. I thought a monster was going to burst through that door. I ran into the living room and hid behind a small yellow sofa... I crouched down in a fetal position with my head completely covered by my arms, and I prayed like hell. Everything got quiet, and I heard footsteps. Then, I heard my brother's voice. What the heck just happened? I could tell in his voice that he was so confused. I raised my head and noticed everything was back to normal. I happened to be in the middle of the living room, 
and the yellow couch that I was hiding behind wasn't there anymore. Later, my brother said that when I knocked on his door, he went to answer it, but the doorknob started shaking violently. Whatever shook that door did not want my brother to step into another reality, maybe? Of course, I never told anyone all this. I honestly don't know how. I've told this story so many times before, and to this day, I have no rational explanation for it, nor does anyone that has analyzed the sequence of events. It began on a trip to a popular creek that many would gather at to party, take a dip, and just hang out with their families. The water of the privately owned creek was dark and about knee level for a regular adult, with even children being able to wade through most of it without worries. There was a small deep section that was more to the far edges, but I was unaware of this. It was a summer vacation when I was about 16 or 17, I think, and I got my group together for a huge party there. After a few hours of us partying and hanging out on the shore, a few of us took a dip. My swimming skills were nothing amazing, but I can at least not sink like cement. I began wading out a bit, and within seconds, I felt my feet completely slide off the edge of the shallower bit and into the deep end. I could feel the forward momentum of slipping carry me forward a lot too, so much so that I couldn't even reach the edge with my tiptoes. I began to panic and sink, It felt like that was the end, and that surety of death after gulping down nothing more than cold water for what felt like ages, I couldn't get a foothold, much less propel myself in any direction. As I swallowed mouthfuls of liquid hoping for oxygen, I could feel the darkness of the water itself just surround my consciousness. It was as if I was being taken by that cold abyss. At that point... I kind of came to terms with death. This is it. I'm done. At this exact moment, I felt a spark of pure energy. Screw this. I'm not going to die, was the only thought then. I made an attempt to flail a little bit. It was a useless movement, but I wasn't giving up. Somehow, or another, I ended up back completely on the shallower bit my feet firmly planted on muddy soil that was not there a second before. Not on the edge of the shallow bit, but around four feet away from that deep end. I then saw everyone rushing towards me, my friends swimming frantically. To their eyes, I was in the deep end. A second ago, about to drown in the next, I had saved myself before they were even halfway to me. Not more than a minute or two had passed, yet, to me, it seemed so much longer. Maybe my perception of time changed because of adrenaline. Who knows? There was simply no way that I could have moved that distance with me weakly flailing at the limits of my breath. I moved at least six to eight foot total as two dudes in the group swam out to where they saw me, and based on the distance from the slope that ends the shallow bit into the deep end, 
It was definitely a considerable distance if you aren't swimming. They were all pretty dumbfounded. No one knew what the hell happened, but we were all just bloody relieved. We've discussed that event so many times, yet it still remains a genuine mystery to them, and me especially. Maybe I teleported? Maybe I was saved by some higher being? A guardian angel, maybe? All that I'm certain of is that I might have teleported through space and time because of that spark of life left in me. Not very many weird things happen to me. I'm not a believer, and I think that's what protects me from weird things. My life is very bland and typical. Same thing each day. But something happened a few weeks back that I can't exactly explain, and any time I bring it up to someone, they can't fathom an explanation either. Now, I'm an early bird. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, before dawn, and I'm on the road to work by 5.25, and no later than that. The ride to work is short, especially on Sundays, because there's already a low flow of traffic, being that it's Sunday, during rush hour, much less before sunup. I was driving down the feeder of the beltway to get to work, as always. It's a series of three lights, fairly simple, On the feeder, you have three lanes, the two on the right that go straight, and the farthest left, which is straight or left, on a green only. It was 5.30, and I came to the second light, in the third lane to the right, and it turned red. So, of course, I stopped. There was nobody, and I mean nobody, around, except for myself and another car in the farthest left lane next to me, that had been somehow stopped before the light turned red. I was in the farthest right, going straight. The other car was clearly on, the brake lights were lit up, and you could see the exhaust from the back. It wasn't broken down or abandoned. Somebody was driving it, I guess. I hope. Again, there were no other cars or people around but that red car. I waited at that light for what felt like forever. Typically, the feeder lights aren't that long, but it seemed to be taking forever. I kept looking to the left of me, because something seemed so weird about only two cars. Usually, there are a few more, but I thought nothing of it. Just kept waiting. The car was still there. I looked to the left one second later, and that red car was gone. The light was still red. The car did not drive off. I would have been able to see it drive straight or left, and it's a two-way, and you have to drive straight up and then left. The lane to turn left and was well in my field of vision, where I was looking, waiting for that light to change, and nobody had gotten into that lane since I'd been there. I also would have heard it, because it was dead silent that morning, and I keep my music fairly low. It just disappeared. It was there, and the very next second it was gone. It didn't have time to go anywhere, 
I was completely alone in that intersection at that point. The light turned green as soon as I realized that car was gone. I chalked it up to me being tired, but I still find it odd that there was not a single car in that intersection the entire few minutes I was stuck at that light, other than the red one. It felt as though I wasn't actually there or that the other car was all in my head. And something felt odd that day, even as I got to work. Everything felt unsettling and I'm still thinking about it. I'm new to this sub. I read all the rules and I hope this fits here because it's been bothering me for 15 years and I want to know what other people think. When I was 20, I'm now 35, I used to love speeding and racing cars. My Honda had a governor in it, which keeps you from driving over a certain speed, usually 120, and I would hit it daily. I begged my friend every day to let me drive his VW Serato, that did not have a governor in it, and one day, he finally let me. Myself in front, with him and another buddy in the back seat, we hit the empty freeway at 3am to see what I could do. I was so excited, there was nobody out there, so I hit the pedal to the metal. Just as I was gaining speed, around 120, I see a semi. Gaining speed, I see another one. Everything happened so fast by this point that I was going about 135, and the next thing I know, three semi-trucks are on the highway, lining up perfectly as I approach them, to where I would not be able to pass in any of the lanes. There wouldn't be any room to drive in between them either. I see an on-ramp ahead, and I decide I'll go around them there, but another semi is entering the freeway. By the time I get to all four trucks, they're all driving all beside each other, and at 135 and nowhere to go, not enough time to break, I closed my eyes and prepared for my inevitable death. And then, nothing happened. I opened my eyes and saw the trucks in my rear view. I asked my friends what happened and they said they didn't know, since they had closed their eyes and prepared for death too. After that, I sold my car and stopped driving for around six years, and I haven't raced ever since. I drive a minivan, which is slow as hell for my old dog. I still wonder if someone could explain this, or if a glitch in the Matrix allowed me to see another day. Any input, especially from people who race or have a good understanding of physics, is greatly appreciated. So, a couple of years ago, I went with my dad to Florida to watch the Daytona 500. Before the race started, we were wandering around, getting food, and just kind of exploring while we waited for everything to start. We decided to go into the gift shop that they had there to look around. I picked out a shirt, and my dad picked up a couple of things from my mom and brother, and we headed up to the front to check out. At this point, 
There were not many people inside the gift shop, just some people checking out something not far from the entrance, and a woman more in the middle of the shop. I think she was a worker, because it looked like she was putting things onto a shelf. So, I'm just following my dad towards the front of the store, and just before I get to the checkout line, I hear this crash behind me. I turned around, and there's a pile of about 15 to 20 little metal shot glasses on the floor directly behind me. I start looking for a shelf because I was going to pick them up, thinking that I had knocked them over somehow, but the only thing around me were racks for clothes to be hung up on. The woman that I mentioned earlier came over to me, and I asked her if she had dropped them, and she told me that she didn't even see where they had come from, and just heard them like I did. We each picked some up, and had to walk to the edge of the store to find a shelf for them. I went back to the line, and I pretty much assumed it was over. As I was walking through the line, I heard another crash behind me. I turned around to find three more shot glasses on the floor. At this point, I'm halfway to the register. There's still no one behind me, as the other people in the store were still shopping. I was pretty freaked out after that, because even if these glasses had somehow fallen off of a shelf the first time, the second time, I wasn't near even a clothes rack. I guess it's also worth mentioning that I couldn't seem to find a spot where they were selling these. It doesn't mean that they weren't, I just couldn't find them in the area that I was in. Hello there, friends. I hope you enjoyed this collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories. And if I sounded a little softer than normal, it's because I'm once again sick with the same crap I had back in November. I don't know how I've gotten this thing again. I think it's a sinus infection. But it's here again, kicking my backside. I usually get these somewhere between every six to eight months, but it's been two and, well, here we are. Hopefully, it goes away quickly. Uh, I think I'm day three or four into this, so if I know how it went last time, it'll be gone by the end of the week. So, this week may just be nasally Raven. <laughs> it's going to be Raven speaking through his nose for a little bit. I'm sorry. But if you did enjoy it, please do let me know. Let me know which story was your favorite, and hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. You know what to do. Join the memberships, uh, coffee, Patreon, follow social medias, websites... All that fancy stuff that I always talk about. Yeah, I'm going to get this rendered. I'm going to get it uploaded. I think I'm going to fall asleep on the couch for a couple hours, because that's just the only thing I really want to do while I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Eat pizza and sleep for some reason. Hmm. Anyway. Alright, folks. Um, I love you. Have a fantastic day. Sorry I wasn't around yesterday, but today I am. I'll be around again tomorrow. Um, be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Or do. It's your life, really. But anyway. Alright, I'll see you on the next video, friends. But until then, sleep well.